Hi, and welcome to 20-Minute Christian Counselor. My name is Rob Oram. I served as a pastor for almost 25 years, and now I have my own counseling practice. If you'd like to learn more about me, or schedule a counseling appointment, or book a speaking engagement, visit my website at roboram.com. That's R-O-B-B, two B's, O-R-A-M.com. In this podcast, I provide biblical counsel for the practical matters of life. So if you're facing some challenges right now, either personally or in a relationship, and you're looking for some helpful wisdom, keep listening for the next 20 minutes or so. You'll be glad you did. Anger. All of us experience it. Most of us believe it's bad or wrong. And many of us have a really hard time managing it well. Listen to what Ralph Waldo Emerson, famous American poet, said. For every minute you remain angry, you give up 60 seconds of peace of mind. Benjamin Franklin has had something to say about anger. He said, whatever is begun in anger ends in shame. And you know, the Bible actually has a lot to say about anger. Proverbs 14, 29. People with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. James 1, 20. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. And listen, listen to what Jesus himself said about anger. This is from Matthew 5:22. But I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. Whoa. Okay, well, if you're anything like me, you're feeling pretty convicted right about now. Because if you struggle with anger, you are not alone. I'm right there with you. I think most of us are. Dealing with anger is one of the greatest challenges of life, in my opinion. So let's take a minute and just chew on why we get angry. Why do I get angry? Why do you get angry? What makes you angry? It's actually really important, and it can be very helpful and healthy for you to understand why you get angry. I mean, if you never understand why you get angry, how are you ever going to be able to stop getting angry? One way to look at this issue is that we tend to get angry when we feel some critical need isn't being met or is being threatened. Okay, I'm going to get real psychological here for a minute. American psychologist Abraham Maslow came up with what he believed were a human being's hierarchy of needs. All right, you can look this up on the internet. He had five different levels of needs. Physiological, which would include like sleep, food, water, shelter, 
safety needs, physical safety, financial safety, emotional safety. We have needs for love and belonging. We have needs for esteem or self-image or self-worth or self-identity. And then the highest level is what he called self-actualization. We have needs for purpose and for acceptance and for morality. So the idea is that we get angry when one or more of these needs isn't being met or somehow we feel it's being threatened. Let me give you some some real-life practical examples about this, okay? (laughs) Here's one that's part of my life. Your neighbor's dog barks through the night, keeping you from getting the sleep you need. Does that make you angry? I confess that is one of the things that really gets me going. Pray for me. Uh, You get angry because somebody cuts you off on the freeway and you freak out at how close you came to getting hurt in a terrible car accident. You get angry because a friend or a family member or a coworker, somebody says or does something that really hurts your feelings and it damages your relationship with them. You get angry because somebody criticizes you unfairly and attacks your character, who you are, causing you to feel badly about yourself. Or you get angry because you hear about something extremely unfair or immoral or just wrong in this world, like child trafficking. And you get angry because you see this evil going on. You know, sometimes we get angry because we get frustrated that things aren't going as we planned or as we desired and our expectations aren't being met. So again, I ask you, can you identify what's really making you angry? I actually encourage you to take some time, think about this, pray about this, maybe even write some things down. What makes me angry? Now, contrary to what many of us believe or what a lot of us feel, anger is not always bad. All anger is not always bad or wrong. It's interesting, for many of us as Christians, we're very uncomfortable with anger. It's easy for us to feel that it's wrong, that it's a bad emotion, that we shouldn't get angry, that God disapproves of our anger, that somehow we're disobeying him by getting angry, or we're being a a bad witness when we get mad, or we're being unchrist-like. Now, a lot of times this is true, but not always. Not all anger is bad or wrong or sinful. Ephesians 4.26 reveals this. Paul writes, Be angry and do not sin, and do not let the sun go down on your anger. So implied in that is the idea that it's possible to be angry and not be in sin. And if you think about it, and if you read about it, God gets angry. Psalm 7.11 says God is a just judge and God is angry with the wicked every day. 
You know, the biblical word for God's anger uh, in most translations is wrath. And in the New King James Version, the translation of the Bible, the combination of the words wrath of God, you can find that over 141 times. (laughs) God gets mad. What makes God angry? Well, sin, rejection of his son, Jesus, rebellion against his will, ungodliness, unrighteousness, disobedience, idolatry. Those are just some of the things that we read about in the Bible that make God angry. Get this, Jesus got angry. Mark chapter 3 and verse 5 records, And when he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their hearts, he, Jesus, said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. He looked around with anger. Mark chapter 10, verse 14, again about Jesus. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased. That's a polite phrase for being angry. And said to them, let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. He was mad because the disciples were keeping children from coming to him. And of course, the most common example, and maybe the most well-known example of Jesus' anger, is when he cleanses the temple in John chapter 2. And he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business. And when he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen, and he poured out the changers' money. He overturned the tables, and he said to those who sold doves, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. And then his disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house has eaten me up. I believe that's an example of Jesus getting angry. But we got to clarify something here. We clearly see in the Bible then that there is a righteous anger and an unrighteous anger. Obviously, God's anger, the anger of Jesus is righteous, but there's also, of course, an unrighteous anger. So what's the difference? How can I tell if my anger is righteous or not? Well, this is tricky. Let me me share a few thoughts with you about this that might help you. Now, righteous, first of all, righteous means right with God. It means acceptable or approved by God. That's what righteous means. So we're talking about anger that is right, acceptable, approved by God. So righteous anger is getting angry about the things which anger God. There's one good filter for you. Here's something else I read that I thought was helpful. Righteous anger seeks restoration. Unrighteous anger seeks destruction. So when you're feeling angry, are you wanting things to be back the way they're supposed to be, the way God wants them? That would be restoration. Or are you wanting vengeance and destruction? That would be unrighteous anger. Unrighteous anger seeks to hurt, not to heal. If my anger is founded in love, it is righteous, whether that's love for God or love for others. If your anger is flowing from love for God or love for other people, it's probably righteous anger. If my anger is founded in self, 
it is unrighteous, whether it's being selfish or self-centered or self-indulgent or being self-willed. If my anger flows out of self, it's probably unrighteous anger. Let me give you a couple examples. Getting angry about someone cutting me off on the freeway, unrighteous anger. Getting angry about children being sex trafficked, righteous anger. Getting angry because I dropped my glass and spilt my drink, unrighteous anger. Getting angry because my spouse is endangering the welfare of my children, righteous anger. Getting angry because my boss promoted my co-worker over me when I really felt and believed I was clearly more qualified for the job? I don't know. I mention that because sometimes this gets very difficult to sort through. It gets muddy. It gets complicated. You know, I want to share this too. A lot of times... We may feel and, and express anger, but really what's going on down deep is there are other emotions that we're experiencing. Fear, pain, insecurity, shame, frustration, disappointment. But we're uncomfortable with those feelings. We're uncomfortable expressing those feelings. And so we resort to a feeling we're comfortable with, which a lot of times is anger. Anger is usually a safer emotion to express because it, it makes us less vulnerable than being hurt or disappointed or feeling shamed or fearful. All right. So regardless of whether our anger is righteous or not, and sometimes we'll be able to tell, and sometimes it's going to be hard to discern. The key to all of this is how we handle our anger. This is the most important issue. Issue: Does my anger control me? Or do I control my anger? That's a good question to ask yourself. Is my anger controlling me? Or am I in control of my anger? And so I want to just talk for a couple of minutes about how we can get better at controlling our anger. I love what it says in Proverbs 16, 32. Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. I just love the idea that having self-control and managing my anger is a sign of strength and power. So again, Anger itself isn't necessarily sin. It's how we respond to it that's critical. So let me just remind you of some unhealthy ways of dealing with your anger, all right? Denying it. I'm not mad. And everybody in the room knows you're mad. And you're like, I'm not mad. No, I'm not mad. Denying it. Ignoring it. I'm mad, but whatever. I'm just going to ignore it. Whatever. That's not going to be helpful. Repressing it you know, pushing it down. I'm mad, but I'm just going to keep it down, put it in a box somewhere and just ignore and repress it. That's not a helpful way to deal with anger. Trying to escape or avoid your anger is not healthy. I'm mad, but I'm going to avoid these feelings by just 
doing something else or, or trying to numb myself out with something like alcohol, drugs, sex, exercise, spending, TV, whatever. Escaping and avoiding your anger is not a healthy way to deal with it. And of course, exploding it, exploding your anger is not healthy. I'm mad. I deserve to be mad. And you and everybody around me is going to know it. That is not healthy anger management. So what is, Rob? I'm glad you asked. Let me give you five what I think are healthy strategies for managing your anger. And number one, and this is really important, you've just got to recognize that you're feeling angry and admit it. Just remember, your anger is not necessarily wrong or sinful. It's okay. How you deal with it is the important part. So you've just got to reach a place where you acknowledge when you're feeling angry. And then right after that, number two, I encourage you to talk to God about it. Tell God how you're feeling. Confess your anger to him. Lord, I realize I'm really, really angry right now. Just dump it on him. Share it with him. And then number three, ask God to help you understand what's making you angry. Take some time, ask him and listen and let him help you understand what needs aren't being met, what buttons are being pushed, what expectations are not being fulfilled. Lord, please help me. I'm really angry. Please help me to understand why I'm feeling so angry right now. Have a dialogue with God about this. And then number four is actually a series of some practical things to help you in your anger. Once you've acknowledged it, confessed it to God, and you've asked him to help you, continue to pray. Maybe you need to do some breathing exercises just to help you calm down. Breathing actually can help you physiologically because sometimes our anger just gets into our bodies. So doing something like breathing can help you let that anger in your body go. Maybe if you're in the situation at the moment that you're so angry, maybe you need to extricate from that situation or from that conversation or move away from that person. Just get out of there for a little while to take a break. And in that time away, maybe you can do some things like listen to music, go exercise, spend some time reading the scriptures, just whatever might help you to calm down and to process your anger. And another thing that might help you with this is writing some things down, whether it's writing a note or a letter. You may even never give that to the person, but you're just writing it out or writing in a journal, but somehow getting those feelings out by writing can be helpful. And then maybe you need to talk to somebody about your anger. Ideally, you want to be able to go back and talk with the person with whom you're angry in an appropriate way. But maybe that's not possible or reasonable, but still talking to somebody else. Again, the idea is you've got to express and let out the anger and look at it and feel it and confess it and understand it. And as you do that, with God's help, he's going to help you work through it. And he's going to give you the self-control to manage it. And the last thing, number five, the last thing I want to encourage you to do is to be prepared to get angry. Things are going to make you mad sometimes. And so if you learn 
and understand what set you off and why. And you can remember what God says about anger. Just being prepared in these ways can be really helpful for you in managing your angry feelings. So there are some practical things for you to begin to implement in your life to help you manage your anger. So just to summarize, remember, simply feeling angry is not a sin. We all get angry. Jesus got angry. God gets angry. Not all anger is righteous, but not all anger is unrighteous. Really, the key is how you respond to your anger, how you manage your angry feelings. That's the critical issue. So stop pretending you're not angry. Start being honest with yourself when you are and talk to God about it. And it will be really helpful for you to understand why you're getting angry, what your hot buttons are. And as I always say to everybody I talk to, just remember, you don't have to deal with this on your own, okay? You have a loving Heavenly Father right here available. You have a, an empathetic, understanding Savior right here available to help you. Ask them to help you learn to handle your anger in a way that is pleasing to them. God wants to help you, and He will if you let him. Thanks for listening today. If you found this to be helpful to you, I want to ask you to do three things that would really be helpful to me. First, click on the subscribe or follow button so you can find out right away when I publish new episodes. Second, take a moment and write a review. This will help other people find this podcast. And third, share this podcast on your social media so your friends can be helped as well. Finally, if you'd like to contact me to learn more about my counseling practice, schedule an appointment, or arrange for me to come speak at an event, reach out to me at my website at roboram.com. That's R-O-B-B, two B's, O-R-A-M.com. Until next time, Keep your eyes on Jesus.